Hello, my beautiful friends. How are you today? It's Suzanne. I am very inspired by the podcast that we are about to do together that you are joining right now because this was the changing point in my life. This awareness and understanding was the beginning to my whole entire life being in alignment on purpose, full of joy. And I'm going to share with you the understanding behind that and how you too can access this for yourself, which to me is the whole meaning of life. So let me start by congratulating you for being here. And again, this is the Ask a Death Doula podcast. My name is Suzanne O'Brien. And I want to ask this question to you. Have you ever asked yourself, there must be something more? There has to be something more to this whole journey, to what is life about? Why am I not happy? You know, why am I not in a fulfilled place? There's got to be something more. What am I missing? You know, maybe you followed all of the steps that you were guided to take. People told you to, you know, go to college and become let's just say a nurse, I'm a registered nurse by trade. Let's just say that you, you know, followed all of the things you married somebody who's a good person and you had children and you, everything that people said, that is what happiness is about. And yet you're not, you're not fulfilled. You know, there's something more. This is exactly what my life was like. So I think, again, I've done a lot of research and studying and a lot of my own work, my own growth, personal work, but working with those at the end of life has taught me everything about life and how to live. And it has such a big perspective that we're going to share that can really dial this in for you to find your path, your purpose, your alignment. So today is a very inspiring segment, and I think it's wonderful that we share this because what I gather and what I know from the feedback is that we're all looking for that, right? We all want to be happy, but the things that we have been taught that create happiness are all wrong. Now, it's not terrible to have a nice house or a nice car or all of those kind of things, but they are fleeting in the happiness that they provide. They might get a little excitement and some joy for a time period, but it's not sustainable. It's not what we're, we're really looking for fulfillment. We're looking for that alignment with our soul's purpose, with our gift in this life. So the question today was, have you ever thought to yourself, there's gotta be something more, there's, you know, just not, I know there's got to be something more, but where is it? Like, how do I find that? So I want to share with you a story when I was a young nurse and I, I love being a nurse and I come from a medical family and I like, and I always loved a helping profession and nursing just seemed like a great fit for me. And then I was working in the hospital and I kept hearing, feeling this calling that would say, go to hospice, go to hospice. And I was like, well, why, you know, why is that coming in when I have absolutely no end of life experience? 
zip none. Didn't even know anyone who, I mean, I had a girlfriend who had a traumatic death when I was younger, but didn't see any, no grandparents, didn't see that process, didn't know anything about it, nothing. But I kept hearing this inner voice say, go to hospice, go to hospice. And at the time I was a single mother and I would be leaving a nursing job that had better pay, better benefits, um, and better hours. So all of it. So would you risk that? Would you risk that quote unquote security to go into a area of nursing that you have no experience in because something inside of you is calling this? And here's what I want to share with you is that up until that point, life, you know, has its ups and downs for all of us, right? And there are periods that, you know, were good and there are periods that were really challenging. And I just did not hit yet that everyday inner peace. Let's call it an everyday inner peace. And I knew that there was more to this life's journey and that all of the things I was doing to, up until that point, making decisions, didn't work, right? Yeah, there were periods of it. I liked being a nurse, but I didn't, it didn't click where I was nursing. It didn't fit in a hundred percent. I knew there was more. I knew there was more. So I said this to myself, I said, I don't know what this is, but I'm just going to trust this. I'm just going to see where this leads to, because I haven't been able to, to figure it out and to get it right. What I've been doing. Right. So let me just trust this. It took me three, at least three times to apply, to get into hospice at the time. And the very first day that I went out to see hospice patients, I knew I was in the exact place I was supposed to be in in my life. It was like a piece of puzzle fitting. And I go, that's it. That's what this is. So I want to share with you on today's podcast that you have you are a holistic body of energy. So your being, Suzanne, you, whoever, everyone, obviously, who's listening is a holistic being. What does that mean? You have four different bodies of energy that make up you. And this is so critically important because when we talk about being in balance, when we talk about the different nurturing and balance and, um, parts of us, we have to understand that there's four different bodies of energy that actually require different nourishment and care, and they guide you in different ways. So they are the four body, it's the physical body, right? That's most of us know that and just only think of that. The mental body of energy, which is the mind. So it is the brain. It is a local entity. It is a, what I call your internal Google, because your mind is going to absorb everything that you are exposed to in your life. And it's going to, the output of decision-making and things of that nature is going to be based, and this is very important, is going to be based on the input that's in there. Okay. And this is, this is key because this is why in our world today, we see so much conflict and chaos because people are not aware of the four bodies of energy. And when everyone is saying, well, I'm right. And the other person saying, well, I'm right. And then someone else saying, no, I'm right. They actually are all right within, if they're only listening to the output of the mental part of them, body of energy, because it's all based on whatever input 
they're growing up, what were they exposed to, what kind of education, culture, society, all of that is going to be what the output is. So yes, everyone is going to be saying that I'm right because this is how I feel so strongly, but there's a higher guidance system that is all knowing. So the first one is physical body. Second one is your mental, which is your mind, your analytical. The third one is your emotional body of energy, which by the way, the body keeps the score, which is um, a, a name of a book. I haven't read it yet, but I totally understand it being a nurse. Trauma, energy gets stuck in the body. And it's very important to understand that, especially when we want to be healthy and, and illness and all that. So there's the emotional body of energy, and then there's the spiritual body of energy. And what's so important is that there are four bodies and knowing that we really, again, want to honor and nurture each one of these. But right now we, as a world, for the most part, are suffering from spiritual bankruptcy. Most people don't even know that they have a spiritual body of energy and they're definitely not nourishing it and, and taking care of it. And your spiritual body of energy is your higher wisdom, your knowing. So it's not a religion that I'm talking about at all. I'm talking about a spiritual energy that you can call it God, you can call it source, you can call it just the universe. All of those things are appropriate but is your highest part of consciousness for you. So this calling that I was getting to go to hospice, that was my highest consciousness. That was the higher part of me guiding me and directing me on my path of purpose. And what I really want you to hear right now is that it's not always going to, if at all, makes sense. So let's go back to when I was hearing this voice and it was saying, go to this thing, go to hospice, go to hospice. And it made, if I put it on paper and did an analytical assessment of this, right? With the mind, because that's what we want to do. Okay. Put them in categories. If I went to hospice, I have less pay. If I went to hospice, I have no experience. Let's start with that. If I went to hospice, I'd have to work more hours and I'd have less benefits. I'm a single mother. It would make no sense. It would make no sense if I wasn't a single mother. It just doesn't make sense on paper. And trusting that. And that's where the space is. So it's a knowing. It's not, what do I think? When I say, what do I think? That's the analytical mental body of energy that is only going to give me what I've put into it, which is going to be very limiting. It's going to be very limiting, very small scope of perspective. It's this trusting in your knowing. So let's talk about your journey and let's talk about the ways that you can identify the mental analytical mind guiding you or the higher consciousness guiding you and how your higher consciousness is always working on your behalf to find you in alignment with your path and purpose. Because this to me is the whole meaning to life. And I've learned this from listening to those at the end of life before they leave. I've had my own experiences and I've studied this. So I want to share with you just if you would trust in opening up to the possibilities, because 
I want this for you. I want you to find that inner peace that no matter what is happening in our physical world, what is swirling, the heaviness, the chaos that's out there, that you know that at any time, at all times, you can access this inner peace that is always guiding you on your path. So I followed that to hospice. And at that, that exact day, I knew, okay, this is what this is. This is that trusting and knowing. And I made a conscious decision that very day that I said, I am never going to make another decision other than it being this knowing, this pulling, this in my body. And if you had said to me back then that I would be in the space that I'm in now, working with so many incredible, loving individuals and families around the world in the doula giver space, I, I probably would definitely not believe you because I never thought I would not be a hospice nurse because I loved it so very much. And I knew that I had found my alignment, but I keep, I don't try and figure it out at all. I just keep showing up with that intention to be of the highest service for myself and for the universe in whatever way is presented to me. Remember that knowing. So not trying to figure it out, not trying to say, okay, what's the next you know, step? I try and wait for that inspiration and, and just answer that call, just answer that call. And so by doing so, making that conscious decision, things kept opening up for me, you know, as that hospice nurse, and I absolutely loved it. And I think that, you know, there's just so many incredible people doing great work, but the reality of where we are today with end of life, not going well for most people has to change. It has to change. And it's all again, based on bringing back the awareness that death is a natural and sacred part of this life's journey. And also, in my opinion, it's the greatest teacher we have about life itself. So knowing that I had so much experience with end of life as an oncology nurse, as a hospice nurse, that I've got to share the stories, that I've got to share the training, that I've got to let people have an inside look in truth of what this looks like, because most people have not seen end of life. They, it's the number one fear in the world. It does not need to be, and nor should it be. It should be embraced. It should be the greatest teacher that we have. And it should be, again, the thing that teaches us that we are all connected in this humanity and that presence and non-judgment is our best medicine we have to give to one another. Our best medicine is to show up with no judgment in pure presence with one another. And we can do that right now, right here. So, and it's free and it's free. So when I was called to hospice, that calling, and I followed that, my whole life opened up. I had never felt more alive. And I said in that moment that I'm never gonna make another decision other than it being a knowing, not what do I think, what do I know? And it's led me to, create Doula Givers International to be able to, at this point, have trained a hundred and almost 40,000 people worldwide with the level one end of life doula training, being able to just meet with people every week on global life cafes. And all that we have has been such an incredible honor and continues to grow in that momentum 
of love, which is incredible. So I want to give you some tools and tips that you can use in your life to find your purpose. Now, this is my belief system. Everyone is here for a reason. Everyone has a gift, if not several. And the meaning of life is to find what your gift is and then to share that in your purpose. And it's all, people have different gifts. I mean, that's just the beauty of it all. But to find your piece of the puzzle that matches like I did in hospice. And I will give you an inside tip to all of this. Your gift is always going to be connected to service somehow. Your gift is always going to be connected to making the world a better place for everyone, no matter what that is. So you want to understand that you have a mental analytical mind that is also called the ego. And the ego is always going to be wanting you to be kept separate. So it's always going to want you to be in that place of defense mode, fear-based, someone else is going to get it before you get it. You're not good enough. You're not good enough. How, how many times do we, we know that, right? So when you hear things in your mind, your mind thinking, when it says, well, you can't do that, you can't, you're not good enough, or you don't know how to do that, or you're not, it just runs the, the gamut. That's the ego mind. That's the analytical programmed mind that by the way, is always going to want you kept small, is always going to want to keep you from finding your purpose and alignment. Why? Because once you find your purpose and alignment, the ego doesn't have, it's not that it doesn't have life. It just doesn't have the power anymore. So here's the thing. You have a higher consciousness guiding you and voice, heart-centered, heart guidance, and you have a mental ego guidance. When you're not aware of the two, your ego is running the show and directing you 95% of the time. Frightening. When you are not aware, that ego voice be fearful, be fearful, you know, stay small and all that. You can't do this. You're not good enough. You're not pretty enough. You're not thin enough or heavy enough or whatever it is. It's always going to want to keep you from moving forward and finding your alignment. You have to know that there's two voices. And also here's the other thing about energy and physics is that whether you want it or not, when you put out a signal, let's say it's a signal because everything is energy. So let's just say I'm having a loop. My reel, okay, is saying, you just can't, you're not, you're not going to ever be able to do that. You can't do it. You can't do it. You can't do it every day. You're not good enough. You're not good enough. That signal is being sent out into the world and that the universe in its law of universal laws wants to give you what you're asking for and wants to match it. So here's, here's just a changing of the game right here. When you're unaware, again, of the ego mind, and that when you are hearing negative, you're not good enough, and you're sending out that signal, that signal's gonna come back to you that, yeah, I can't do that. If you're like, no, I can't become a, let's just say a doctor. You can't become a doctor, you're not smart enough, you know, they, oh, I keep hearing, I can't become a doctor. Okay, the universe is like you can't become a doctor, so you're not going to become a doctor. 
this is really important because you want to start to control the mind. So I have a great technique for you that I've developed. It's called the Ray method. We don't want to push the ego away completely. We don't want to kind of squash it down and pretend it's not there. And we don't want to get angry at it. We want to love because it's all about love, right? So you want to use the Ray technique. You want to recognize that it's the ego talking. And how do I know when the ego is talking? Because if I feel anxious, if I feel defensive, if I feel angry, if I feel anything but peaceful, that's the ego. So you want to recognize that it's the ego. And I sort of look at the ego like a small frightened child, right? You know, because it's great to put something into context. So looking at this fearful, which we know when people are fearful, they do things and act in ways that are not nice. Um, but again, a lot of times the root cause of that is always fear. So I, I look at the ego like this fearful child, recognize what that is, then acknowledge it and say, hey, ego, you don't have to be fearful. You don't have to worry. You don't have to try and protect me. We, I've got this now. So the integration. So R-A-I, recognize, acknowledge it, say, thank you, ego. Because it's like that inner child that just is fighting and angry and wanting to keep you separate. So you want to acknowledge and then you want to integrate. Come along. You don't have to be fearful now. I've got this because there's a point in our lives when we are, you know, adults. And hopefully, I mean, there's different moments throughout our lives, but really there's those times in our life that are wonderful energetic spaces to open up to a different path. So many people will say, okay, well, there's something called a midlife crisis, right? That happens 40 or 50, whenever people think that that happens midlife. I don't think it's a midlife crisis in the sense of, you know, you go out and you buy, you know, a, a fancy car and you're, you know, it's a, to me, because I've seen this with so many people, it's an energetic space where you literally look back on all of your life and take inventory. And it's a moment that the universe is giving you to say, I'm either going to go right or I'm going to go left. So it's like an intersection in your life's journey where it allows you to say, let me look at this. Am I really happy? You know, with what I'm doing, the work I'm doing with the people that are around me, am I contributing? Am I making a difference? Because this is, this is really organically what comes up for us is wanting to contribute, wanting to, again, make the world a better place because we're in it. We want to find that gift and we need to share that gift. So I don't think it's a midlife crisis like has been put in the movies and things like that. But I do think there is that space that we all come to at a certain point in our adulthood that says, let me look at this. And if I'm going to make a change, this is my opportunity to do so. And I have found that so many people are really open again to what I shared with you before, that they know there's something more out there. They know this life's journey has so much more to it, but I just don't know how to access that. So sharing with you the two guidance systems and allowing you to know when the ego is talking and to try and quiet it because there's techniques and different things to do that. The first thing is always awareness. And then knowing when your heart is guiding you. And here's the thing, when your heart is guiding you and it's always going to have your highest benefit and purpose in mind and in alignment, there's going to have to be
that trust, that trust and belief in, yes, I can't see it. Doesn't make sense on paper. I can't see why I'm being called to do that or go there or be with this person or whatever it is, but it feels in every cell of my body is saying, yes, it's saying, yes, there's a peace. There's a harmony. There's something that I haven't been able to tap into before energetically. And when you trust in that, and that takes courage. When you say, I am going to trust this, that's where all the magic happens. That is where all of the magic happens in your life. And you will start seeing that more and more things will be coming up to alignment. So in a world where the physical world is very heavy right now and full of so much chaos. And again, one of the belief systems that I have is that because we don't have the four bodies of energy and really that knowledge known, when we don't have end of life as our greatest teacher about life, about humanity, about presence, about gratitude, compassion, when we've removed that from our world, this is what we're left with. We're left with the ego mind ruling the roost 95% of the time, and it is chaos. So we need to bring this back. But for you, I want to share with you again, this tool and what I have learned and used in my life that has completely clicked me in to my alignment of my purpose. And there's a flow to it. So there's a, it's so freeing that I almost want to say it's simple, but it's not simple at all, but it, but it is in, in a sense, but you have to trust in that when you find your flow and you trust in that and you show up every day to be of the highest service to you and to everyone else with that intention and just allow what presents itself, your life is going to be everything and so much more than you ever thought. In fact, I was just reading, I kind of want to bring it up on my phone. I was just reading one of the testimonials from our doula givers students, because we just ended a semester. And she said something about that this course and this community and what she got from it has been beyond her wildest dreams because it is a life class as well. It teaches you, we, we go through a lot of these universal truths, the, the kindness, the high vibration, the finding your purpose and your calling, which by the way, being an end of life doula doula giver is a calling. And so when people trust in that, again, that pull, that knowing, their whole life opens up. So a couple of things I wanna leave you with today is give yourself this gift. Give yourself an opportunity to hear your heart guidance, to know the difference, and then the courage to step into that, to just see what that does for you. Because I promise you, I promise you that is where the magic happens. How do I know again when something is right? How do I know when something's wrong? You might've heard the expression that rejection is God's protection. Okay. So I kind of like that one. That's good. But there's also many things that happen in our lives that have been our greatest teacher about that spiritual evolution. And so one of the things I want to share with you is that the two people that were part of my journey that hurt me the most, that I had the most pain from in my life's journey were my greatest spiritual teachers. Now, did I know it then? 
No. Did I know it right after the fact? No. It took years. It took years of growth and process and reflection and my own mistakes, making my own mistakes, and then getting to a point of looking at it from a higher heart-centered perspective and being able to forgive because there was lots of anger and with the pain and then seeing the truth in what the learning for me was in those experiences. And so again, I actually thank people for coming into my life and being able to be the greatest teachers about life and spiritual growth and forgiveness and the big picture here. So is it a process? Of course it is, but it is absolutely all part of this journey. And when you are going through things that are uncomfortable um, or you're stressed out, you know, or this job just is like, you know, so stressing me out and I can't stand and draining me and draining me. That's not the job for you. That's not your alignment. And you are the only one that can make the decision for yourself to make choices. Don't listen to other people, listen to your guidance system and your heart. And I think of us like having an energetic bank account. You're either putting into it or you're either having it depleted and drained. If you are spending time in a job that you don't like, it's draining your energy, which does not allow you, again, to have time to do other things, but it also keeps you out of that flow of where you're really supposed to be in your purpose and alignment. So if you don't feel energized with what you're doing, if there are people in your life that don't make you feel good, that don't lift you up, that are draining your energy, it is time to think about letting them go because all of those things, again, are going to keep you out of your path and purpose. And there are people that need you. There are people that are waiting for your gift that you have and that you need to share with the world, whatever that means. And even if it's that you are just the most joyful individual that is so positive, that shows up every single day with no judgment, with presence, with love, with compassion to others. Wow, what a gift that is. What a gift that is. And that's something we can all give. So I want to leave you today again with understanding those two different directionals. You have four bodies of energy and there's two that direct you. You are the physical body, the mental body, the emotional body, which by the way, we'll do a whole segment on the beautiful forgiveness and the power that that allows us uh, to free, to free us and the spiritual body. And it's your mental mind that is guiding you 95% of the time, ruling the roost, making decisions for you, actually really keeping you separate. If we don't know that that's what that is, and that is only based on what input you had in your world, okay? So it's very limited and it's always gonna be wanting to keep you separate. And then you have your heart-centered guidance. You have your consciousness. You have your all-knowing wisdom. And my friends, at the end of life, when the physical body of my patients is declining and diminishing right in front of my eyes, and the spiritual body is growing, there is a point in their journey that they get their spiritual eyes, their spiritual wisdom, and they're able to look back at their entire life's journey, and it all makes sense. 
and they go, I get it now. Now I know what that, why that happened. Oh, I forgive that person. That was a lesson I was supposed to learn. It all makes sense. It's all about love and we are all connected. Let's not wait to the end of our lives to access that. We can access that now. And I'm here to guide you every step of the way. All right. That was our podcast for today. I love you so very much. And if you, again, have any questions, please write them below. You can also contact us at support at doulagivers.com. I am wishing you a beautiful rest of your day. Thank you so much for being here. It is, again, with non-judgment, with pure presence, when we show up with those with each other, that is where we can change the world. Thank you so much for being part of it. I love you. Have a great day.